Light it up. Let's kick this pig. Bring it. Oh, oh, are we going to start the show? Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome Hi. to episode 323 I was of waiting Movie for Jay to get Podcast Weekly. We're still not used to doing this, are we? No. We should, we, should, we, should assign, we should assign somebody to be in charge of it. It's Movie Podcast Weekly, where it's no longer weekly, but it is still about movies. <laughs> Here, here's the nice thing about it being Movie Podcast Weekly. We really only have to change one E to an A, and it still works. Oh, you're doing like wordplay. The second, the second E in weekly, if we change that to an A, nailed it. The, uh, the message boards are, uh, are still alive and well. I don't know if you guys have checked them out for last week's episode, episode 322. Yeah, I've got three of my favorite. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of excellent responses to that episode so far. Oh, good. So Sal Roma, right? I'm just going to read them because they're, they're, these ones are worth reading, in my opinion. So he said it's a new era of Movie Podcast Weekly. There is no law or order. The inmates are now running the asylum. <laughs> right. Uh, Jennifer with one end says, well, I didn't hate it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. And now for my favorite. Borg oh. Eater says, come back, Jay. This is a mess. Oh. <laughs> so I'm happy. I don't know. I think that's a. Uh, I think could've... that's rave reviews. <laughs> right. I think we're oh, doing great. The, now, Carl, the... did you happen to hear it? No, I didn't. Was it a mess? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. But <laughs> No, I think it was fine. The. Uh, Sal also says, the fact that you guys are quick to note that you don't plan on following Jay's strict formatting and that the quality won't be as high, mainly to draw and suck Jay back into the podcast, is sort of brilliant. <laughs> MPW is now able to have any sort of technical difficulty or F up, and no one will be able to know if it's accidental or on purpose. It's all on purpose. <laughs> it's beautiful. Simply beautiful. So, Jay, thank you for leaving. Yep. We don't miss you at all, Jay. Nor do our listeners. All three of them. Carl, Go ahead, Ryan. Well, I was just going to welcome Carl back. He's, uh, I, I don't think Carl has... You haven't been on this uh, since, what, early January? Uh... I was on. Well, I was on when we said we thought we were saying goodbye. Oh, that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then I did miss a couple of weeks in January. Yeah. And I told Carl he couldn't he couldn't miss any more podcasts until he had a job. <laughs> well, I'm curious. So I was kind of in the dark a little bit, Carl. But um, I, it was told to me that this was this podcast was done. It was dead. And I said that last time and that you were probably not coming back, but maybe you might come back after a long break. And if you thought about it, and it still felt okay for you. Now, is any of that true? What, yeah, what were that, your thoughts here? Yeah, that was true. I was, I was ready to take, I mean, I was ready. I would have enjoyed a nice break, but then when I saw that it was only going to be bi-weekly, I thought oh, I can, I can do that. So <laughs> 
I see. Carl's always been bi curious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, I've been doing it nine years now. Andy, that's your best joke, I think. That was really good. Well, and, and unlike, uh, unlike Jay's mom, Carl, uh, Mama Huddleston didn't raise a quitter. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So. Oh. So, so the biweekly, which, by the way, do you, my wife gives me the hardest time about this. Um, apparently, biweekly, by definition, can twice mean every two weeks, yeah. but it can mean twice a week. Yeah. Now, why in the world would the definition officially be both of those when they're the opposite <laughs> you uh, know i've i've never thought of bi-weekly as twice a week i, I mean that's yeah, yeah i've never right. heard that i've always thought that would be twice weekly so we just we should just say every fortnight yeah <laughs> oh yeah we should be movie, right? we should be movie podcast fortnight no, because then would, we'd get all we'd get all the people want, that were searching for Fortnite podcasts. Yeah, we'd get we'd get a bunch of eight to thirteen year old boys <laughs> listening to the show. Yeah, and I'm done. I'm done at that point. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like I'm like when I Fortnite to me is like <laughs> I feel like I'm Kurt Russell in Tombstone, where if I see if I see a kid playing Fortnite. It's that scene where he says, if I see a red sash, I kill the man wearing it. That's what I feel like when I hear somebody like a kid doing like one of the Fortnite victory dances. I just I want to I want to raise his town to the ground. That's what I want to do. I feel terrible, but that's what I want to do. I can't stand it. Carl, do you know what Fortnite is? The game? Yeah. Yep. Oh, have you played it? No. How how do you know do you, how do you know what it is? Who told you? Oh, I just heard all the raves about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, are you do you play games at all in any way? No. No. So you're not even tempted like the biggest game to ever come out that's blown everyone's mind. You're like, I there's nothing that could get me to even attempt to play it. Uh, I'm a grown up. It's <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just curious, I'm but kidding. so you know, you can you, you know what it is, but yeah, never played it. I I no. haven't played it either. But uh, Ryan, have you played it? And decided you didn't like the game, or you just don't like the kinds of people that play I've it? never played it. Okay, not, not a once. Um, as a uh, as a youth sports coach of eight to thirteen year old boys, I, uh, uh, oh, I've, I I've heard all about it. And if I have to see a kid at baseball practice uh, not do what he's supposed to do because he's flossing, (laughs) it makes me lose my effing mind. (laughs) That makes sense. I get it. I get where this came from. You're losing games over this. Yes, but as their coach, I can say, like, you see that foul pole over there? Yeah. And I say, run to it. And then I feel real good about it. I feel like I've... (laughs) Like they've they've maybe have learned a lesson. You know, this sounds so dumb. I've never realized how empowering a coach can be. I mean, you just ordered a kid to run off. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. And they have to do it. They do it, and then their dad comes to practice, pick them up. They say like, "So, how was little Mikey today?" And they say, "Well, he wasn't listening." And they say like, "Well, did you make him run?" And you say, "Oh yeah." And they say, "Hey, good for you." It's like. <laughs> 
Ain't that something? Yeah, coaches are cool. Yeah. This I mean, this doesn't transfer in other areas, right? No, like, like if, if it your was neighbor, a, like if the if your neighbor, neighbor boy. kid like yeah, left his <laughs> bike on your lawn and you're like, Hey, I want you to go run around the block for this. Yeah, you're gonna injustice. do some push ups right now. <laughs> They'd be like, No. And then I'd be like, Oh, well, I was worth a try. It's all right. That's cool. Yeah, it's uh, Hey Carl. Do some push ups right now. Do some push ups? Yeah, do one push up. Why? You want you want me? <laughs> Why? Exactly. That's exactly how it would go. <laughs> See, Carl, you are a thirteen-year-old boy. You should be playing Fortnite. <laughs> I'm waiting so, for the inevitable Fortnite movie. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, Carl, everyone is convinced. Well, Andy, especially, I believe that Jay is Jason's coming back. I believe Andy said, just give it a, you know, like a few more weeks or a couple months. He, there's no way he's holding out. What do you think? No, I, th- I think he's out. Interesting. Um, is I don't know if he's still producing podcasts for other people, but. You know, what do you think he's doing right now? <laughs> Watching movies. Yeah. He's trying to beat Ryan in the Oscar Pull, like list i don't know what you guys call it like showdown show <laughs> yeah it's just poll, a, it's just an oscar poll he uh you're at poll he's he's a, he gets real twitchy about the oscars that jay because <laughs> he can't be so i was and it drives him yeah. crazy so we were uh, all involved in a group text and i was just loving watching jason and ryan really go at each other over calling each other out on so i'm assuming that you must cheat in this way well they didn't say cheat you must do this sort of thing these tactics which i would call cheating and that's why that's how you do it right and you're like screw off like it's you guys are going at each other's throats yeah he decided to call me a well it started because he said that he's filled out his oscar ballot and i said it's too early to fill out your oscar ballot it's a week away. And then he said, oh, that must be because you're waiting for all the, like, the pundits to chime in, you know, so you could just copy off their list. And it's like, no. But, I mean, <laughs> if you want to call me a cheater, I guess that's what we should do. I mean, go ahead. So, he just, he can't... uh he uh like I well it's like I told him today he votes with like what he wants to win not what he what is most likely going to win. Like I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think of an example. If he really really liked a Star Is Born, even if it hadn't won hey, any guys, of the, I'm sorry to interrupt. Jason's on the phone right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, hang on. On whose phone? Say hi, Jay. Hi. Can you guys hear that? Barely. Yeah. I'll put it closer to the mic. He's wondering why he wasn't added in on Skype. Who's Mike? Can you, can I you hope hear me just, through? Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? He can't hear you. He's just on my phone. 
Tell him we're all trying to decide what he's doing right now instead we, of we were having a bet. We were having a bet on what you're doing right now, Jason. I was literally asleep. <laughs> literally. Uh, do you have, any, do you have anything you want to tell our listeners before we uh, before we let you go back to sleep? I'm gonna crush Ryan this year. Yeah, I, t- I shut him off. <laughs> That's the best. I'm, I'm gonna crush Ryan with all of my uh, power, and I'm gonna destroy. <laughs> did you? Did you? Did you actually just end the call? Yeah, I wasn't gonna put up with that crap. <laughs> Oh, this is great. Welcome back, Carl. <laughs> Carl, wondering why he came back. Yeah, that's just, right. About this time, normally Carl says, it's been an hour, we haven't talked about a movie. To be, to be <laughs> fair, <laughs> to be fair, when, when Jason was in charge of the show, we still would not have talked, at this point in the podcast, we still would not have talked about any movies yet. That is true. I, why, I, look, all we're just making this up right now. So, Carl, why don't you be in charge? Yeah, do you want to be in charge? Right? Pa- as the, as no, the no. patriarch? Carl. No, no. I think Carl should be in charge of when you just start talking about movies when you've had enough. Like you and we we will take your lead, man. Okay, let's start talking so, about movies. Yeah, so go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What movie? Direct the uh, show, dude. Well, are we you still doing mini reviews? No, everything's out and in at the same time. It's whatever what you want. Do? You just start going. What? <laughs> so glad you're back. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do mini. Hey Carl, mini what have reviews. you been watching lately? I have been. Wa- have any of you guys been watching? I am the night. Is that with mm. Chris Pine? Yes. No. Yeah, it's so it's based off the true story of it's based a, around the uh, the Black Dahlia murder, which I'm actually not that familiar with. But I've watched three episodes. It's a mini series. It's gonna I think it's gonna be eight episodes total. But so far, it's really slow and almost boring. <laughs> they they need to pick it up. Are they trying to set up the whole? I mean, is it about trying to find who did the Black Dahlia? Murder is that? I'm not even sure. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's I. That's what I mean. They're taking their sweet time, even explaining. I mean, the story so far is that the daughter of this famous uh, Hollywood doctor was given away at birth and raised by um, a black woman in a state outside of California. I can't remember which. And she's now discovered who her real mother and grandfather is, and she's trying to figure out what's going on. And that's basically the the, the juxtaposition of it at this point. Hmm. So, anyway, it's on TNT. It airs every Monday night, and uh, tonight is episode four, so I'll see if it improves. Wow. Uh, what else have I been? I watched. I watched um, the first Happy Death Day. The f- the first one, was right? pretty good. It was a yeah from 2017. It was uh, it's pretty funny, you know. Not really a I wouldn't call it a horror movie. Um, it's PG 13, so it's pretty pretty light. So and uh, I saw that, that in the theaters with Jason, Doctor Shock. 
and Mr. Legary, I think it was around our podcast, like, um, gathering, <laughs> I don't know what they call it, <laughs> get like our meetup meet or whatever, up. but, uh, I believe they all pretty much hated it. Really? But, well, you know, they're doing the horror thing, so uh, it probably wasn't very horror enough. Uh, yeah, so I went and saw the second one, the one that just came out. And uh, it's uh, it's a sequel, but it, it kind of goes in all kinds of different directions with uh, different uh, dimensions. And uh, it was still funny and, and fun, but not quite as good as the first one, I thought. I've never seen either one of them. It seemed very Scream to me. Is that, is that it's, right? It's, it's, it's uh, Groundhog Day meets Scream. Okay. It was basically if I was to try to, you know, put two movies together that it uh, resembles. So the first um, one came out in 2017 and the sequel came out just a, a couple years later then? Early 2019? last Friday. Yep. Okay. Or, yeah, last Friday or the Friday before. I can't remember now. So just lose track when of I saw the trailer for the right? second. What's that? So you just lose track of days when you're not working? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I forgot what year it was the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when you Google it, you just is like, you moron, <laughs> the response. <laughs> um, so, uh, okay, I saw a trailer for this second one, Carl. And um, when I saw the trailer... My memory was, oh, they made a huge mistake. This, what a bunch of, this is, must be the biggest blunder. Cause I just, it's the exact same movie, you know, over again. Like she's like, oh, I have to relive the same day that I re that I did in the first movie. And I'm like, well, that can't possibly be the premise of the sequel. Why would we go to see the same thing again? Now I'm curious, am I way off? Was it just a weird trailer? Did they it's, make that interesting? Yeah, I mean, for the first probably 15 minutes, you think, oh, crap, is it going to be the same thing? And then things change. <laughs> so that it, right. it's, it's a little bit of the same thing, but they've, they've given it enough of a twist to keep you engaged. Now, these aren't, you don't normally see these kind of movies, if I'm, my memory serves. No, I mean, this, this one, it I... I it looked funny. That's why the first one was actually on TV. That's why I was able to catch it. So I thought, oh, I enjoyed it. So I'll go see if the second one's worth it. I'd cool. give I'd give both of them a, a seven. Oof. It's a bad score from Carl. What's that? So that's a bad score. <laughs> no, that's a that's way higher than I thought he would have anyone. <laughs> Or Carl. You're not familiar with Carl's with Carl scoring, apparently, William. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, straight it on a curve. Okay. It's like the opposite of what Jay does. Oh right. <laughs> did it, did any of you guys see uh, that movie I rented? UFO. No. No. My no, I didn't. I didn't get around to it. Oh, okay. I knew it when uh, you sent when you sent the text. I knew I wasn't gonna be able to watch it in the window. That it, we had, oh, so okay. I just I put it behind me. I thought Andy would enjoy. It. It's actually really. It was. I thought it was pretty good. It's a low budget uh, UFO sighting movie, and it's this kid who's really good at math, and he's in college, 
and he figures out mathematically um, not only that the media and the and the government officials are full of crap when they say what it was, uh, but he also figures out when it's actually going to come back, and he's trying to figure out where. This kid reminded you of me? Oh. No, I just thought you would enjoy it because of all of the math. Because <laughs> I'm a scientist? No, because you said you were good at math. <laughs> good at math. We've established that. Okay. You know, it's funny. If, if, some, if somebody was to tell me, hey, I saw a UFO above, you know, the Smith's barn, and I'm going to do some math and figure out what's going to show up next. I'd be like, you, you go knock yourself out, buddy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Yeah. I mean, I'm not good at math, but well, and maybe it there's actually something. does a good job because most people are like me and they're going to like, I don't, I don't get all the math he's doing, but they do show it in a way that you, you understand what he's trying to figure out. Even if you don't understand all the computations, you know? Right. So it, the only actor I rep, uh, recognized was Jillian Anderson and um, Scully. Oh crap. What's his name? David Duchovny. No, it's um, he's been in a ton of stuff. He was in, uh, he's the guy that tries to keep the, the league going in a league of their own. Tom Hanks. John Lovitz. No. <laughs> oh, Oh, um, the guy that's in uh, that the black and white George Clooney directed yes, that yes. hello yeah or yep. yeah I don't know his name <laughs> anyway David Strathairn David Strathairn yes <laughs> anyway that was uh, I, I enjoyed it so I I looked it up by the way I cannot take credit for I didn't just pull <laughs> that out of my ass okay oh now it's called UFO yeah 2018 okay there's no colon oh. or double colon <laughs> no. Um, do the math. It should be called UFO. Do, Cole, the, and do, yeah, the, do math. the math. Show your work. <laughs> All right. I've got more movies, but you guys take a turn. All right. Uh, Ryan, I'll just say movies. <laughs> Ryan, did you ask, you did you ask me? I did. I'm taking charge. <laughs> well, I am not through it yet. Um... This will be interesting. <laughs> Uh, I'm not through it yet, but I, I'm pretty close to finishing up the Umbrella Academy, which dropped over the weekend. Um, Can you guys get to that this week? I want to talk about it next week. I'll just I'll just briefly say something about it, then we can talk about it next week. All right. It. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. I didn't. I'm not familiar with the comic book that it is adapted from, um, so I can't compare it to that. I'm going to try to find. One of them uh, this week, uh, I've got a really cool comic shop that I drive past tomorrow. So I'm going to try to see if they have it and so I can compare it. But the the story itself is awesome. Uh, Carl, I know that you're a sucker for music in all shapes and forms. And the soundtrack for this show is rad. Really? Oh, yeah. It's really good. Um. The uh, there's this excellent fight scene in the first episode, um, and it's to the uh, Istanbul by uh, they might be giants. Mm -hmm. 
and nice. which is which is such a it's so anachronistic to seeing people like getting their necks snapped and shot and stabbed and to hear this song's playing for some reason. So it's just uh, it's a really cool use of the the soundtrack's awesome. Um, the action's awesome. The actors, the acting's really well done. They've kind of taken a where like um, like Andy, I know you don't like super like the superhero genre, well, but I'm they've enjoying this. They've made it into a uh, it's, it's almost like a drama. Yeah. Are you watching it currently? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh well, sweet. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I think. I think I'm almost through episode seven. I turned it off because uh, we were getting ready to record the show. So. I, uh, I I was hooked. I was hooked once I saw that girl kiss that boy on the cheek, jump in the water, and then give birth to a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and then they have the voiceover for the for the thing is it's something along the lines of. Uh, on on December twelfth, whatever, uh, forty eight. The twelfth day of, August, of October. <laughs> right, the forty eight women gave birth, which was curious because none of them were pregnant. The day began. <laughs> so eccentric, I think it's pretty cool. Eccentric billionaire, so and so. Oh, and there's a talking monkey. Yeah, and there's a talking monkey. So. It's a little bit Planet of the Apes, a little bit Wicked, a little bit Avengers. <laughs> and then like, uh, and then also a little <laughs> bit Royal Tenenbaums. Okay. Yeah. It's actually more Royal Tenenbaums than Avengers. Yeah. And, uh, and these superheroes kill people, so that's fun. <laughs> yes, they do. So I love They Might Be Giants. I want just to share my favorite concert that I ever went to. And now I was in a band for a long time and I went to concerts all through high school endlessly, but they were like in basements and gross and everyone's, you know, acting like idiots, but you know, good times there. But my favorite concert was they might be giants. I went to a, like a, a city park. Now this is in Utah and this is, I mean, I think maybe to someone in a big city, a real city would think it's pretty rural, uh, but it was in Springville and, and what it was is they waited for like the sun to start setting and they're at like a high school or it was a city park or high school, but they had, it was like a baseball park and everyone had blankets and like, you know, laid out their blankets and there was a pretzel stand and they just played their set while everyone just like had a picnic, a pretzel picnic. And it was like the funniest, coolest thing I've ever done. They're like, they're like the funniest guys to me. <laughs> And that's there's just a um, big park. Yeah, yeah. The baseball just, field. So yeah, there's a there's a venue in uh, the northern suburbs of Chicago called Ravinia, and there is a stage where the act is, and there's like a hundred seats, but most people just you're allowed to bring in like coolers, and so you'll uh, they've got these big like speaker towers throughout this park. And so you'll just find like, I we, we went and saw Boz Skaggs there and we couldn't see the stage, but they pumped the, the audio throughout the park. And <laughs> so we just laid on a blanket. We had like, so we had wine and we had 
grapes and cheese and you know we had like a, it was like a charcuterie and everything and we just hung out and listened to boss cags it was like hanging out in some guy's yard and you had a cd player it's like you had silk degrees and you just put it on it was pretty cool yeah except then you had to drive home to indiana yeah well then we had to drive home to indiana actually we, we did we went to uh my uh, uncle wayne and aunt anne's house but so i don't know why this I added is a good opportunity i don't know i think it's great it's awesome Anyone else have a picnic <laughs> band story? <laughs> no. Um, no, but I do want to take, I think this is a good time like to discuss just to make sure everyone's cool. If we could, you know, we all can't see a new release all the time. If we do, that's ideal. But if we don't, like if we can all agree to see like one thing that we have all seen every show, that would be awesome. Like so, like this show you guys are talking about, and I'm mainly doing this so I don't get loaded up with homework again. Because I last week I had like here William needs to see these five things <laughs> that we've all that Ryan and Andy have seen. So well, get if, with the program, William. If it's every two weeks. We should be able to see. We all should be able to see at least one new release of the same. Shouldn't yeah, we? Yeah, some or, of us have jobs to go to. You you would think so, Carl. <laughs> But and I think that would be awesome. But this podcast, we're trying to like, I think we're like at that verge of we're trying to keep every we went we went from two weeks and now it's just like let's all just try to see something. We're trying to keep it alive, get- but we're trying to suck just enough that Jason will come back. <laughs> well, I know for I know that I'll, I mean uh, I I'll be able to see something in theaters or like new release on Netflix every two weeks, no problem. Um, especially right. once we start getting into this post Oscars, people are trying to release good movies in the theaters again. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we've got the slate of movies in the next two months is pretty, uh, pretty intense. Yeah. I mean, like even this Friday, I, there's only two new releases. It's how to train your dragon and fighting with my family, which premiered at Sundance. I think those are the only two movies, new movies. In in mainstream theaters, I know I'm not I'm not Jason. No one's like Jason. Maybe you guys are. I don't know where he got his information, but he lists off like 40 things that's being released somewhere in the universe. I'm like, where do you, how do you know all this? Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, does it? Is that it? Is that the secret sauce? Yeah. It says obscure art house releases. Okay. So I looked there. I didn't see that. <laughs> Would, would everybody like to watch the Umbrella Academy for next for the next show? I will get to it. Carl, what is it? It's uh, <sighs> the, the the Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Is it a series or a movie? It's a series. What's it about? <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> uh, it's like the Royal Tenenbaums meets the Avengers. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. Um, I, I Carl, I don't. I, if it's a series, let's compromise, right? So we're gonna compromise with Carl. We're all gonna try to see a movie in theaters. Yeah. Uh, so it sounds like. Correct me if I'm reading you wrong, Carl. If it's a series, let's compromise and say you don't have to watch the entire series necessarily. Let maybe watch the cu- couple of episodes. Yeah. So well, that you can at least. Yeah. You know. 
Is that, and also, is that a fair? And also, to be fair, you only have to pay attention to 10% of what we talk about on podcasts. <laughs> Just any well, that's, 10%. That's a tradition on carrying on the beginning. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, you're just bringing that. You're just keeping that going. That's all. Right. <laughs> all right. Yes. So, so let's, yeah, let's see. Let's all watch that show. The Brella Academy. How about you, William? What have you been watching? Well, I did. I'm just going to. I did all my homework. Oh, good. So I watched both versions of the documentary Fire. I, right? I now have also watched both versions. I didn't. I, I, hadn't I. Seen, I hadn't seen Hulu last time, but I have oh. now seen the Hulu version. Oh, great. Oh, so none of us had seen the Hulu. Wait, Andy, had you seen it? No. Oh, great. Carl, do you know what we're talking about? No. Okay. Well, just go go sit in your corner and listen. Are you familiar at all, Carl, with Firefest, even just in general? Yes, I know the two documentaries. Okay, have you have you seen either one of them? No. Okay, I uh, I I think you're. Uh, I would love to watch you hate watch these because <laughs> I think that's what you would do. I think you would. I think you would hate everything you were saying, but enjoy Carl, watching. Carl, do you remember watching Overnight? Overnight. Oh, the, the guy That's who made the, the uh, Boondock Saints. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you remember how much you hated that dude? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you need to watch Anything? You need to watch either one of the fire documentaries. Billy okay. McFarlane has the punchable <laughs> face. Yeah, I heard he's quite the idiot, so... And having now watched the Hulu version where they have that interview with him. Yeah. That was the best part. That oh was powerful. my God. Yeah. You know, when they were trying to ask him questions like, were these, you know, I don't remember whether it was the bands or who did you have officially like, or who you paid. And he's just like, yeah, yeah. It was on the list or he like totally just defers the question and just like, I can't imagine if you were like a judge, you'd be like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Answer the question. You know, when, uh, when people do that thing where you like, if you ask them a question, they immediately start rattling things off because it's their canned <laughs> answer. And then the, and then when you ask somebody a question and you, when you get them, cause there's a couple of times they like, they get him and he's stuck. They asked a question that he can't answer except for to make himself look bad. So he just does that thing where he's just quiet, trying to think of trying to come up with the answer, you know, and it's like, yeah. dude, you couldn't look like any more of a you you couldn't have a more punchable face. <laughs> Sounds like the Josh Powell of concert organizers. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's exactly who he is. <laughs> uh, so. um. At first, I was like, oh, the Netflix one's way better at first, like the first like 10 minutes. But then I was like, you know what? These are really good companion docs because some of it's similar, but they focus on totally different things and they have different insights. Um, I, d I actually thought I was going to be totally tuned out or just doing something else while I watched the Hulu because I've already watched the Netflix one. But I actually got sucked into it again, just as much. Yeah. I highly recommend. I, I, I agree. Just to kind of. 
I, th I thought the Netflix was um, more polished in its delivery. Right. But I felt like Hulu gave you what you wanted from that original viewing of the Netflix, which was a chronological, in-depth, even if it was a little bit tedious, uh, uh, in-depth questioning, um, you know, timelines that, that went, that went through it, that, that made a little bit more sense. Did you guys, did you guys think that that was also the case? Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's just a totally different style and it's also a different, you know, kind of like execution of, of the story. It's from like kind of a different, some of it's the same. But I think a lot of it is different enough that it really puts it in a better perspective, like a, a complete story. Well, the, the biggest difference between the two for me, well, not even for me, the, the Hulu version was supposed to be a series. No, so, I didn't know that. so they were going to break it. It was going to be like a TV show called Fire Fraud where they're going to break it up into a, a number of episodes. But then Netflix was also dumping a Firefest documentary out and they were going to release it before. So Hulu made the decision to just make it one, one documentary and release it. Um, I would love to see an episode of just rich brats running around the Island crying because yes, they couldn't find fresh sushi <laughs> and their daddy had paid for fresh sushi. The, the other thing that I find extremely interesting is the Netflix documentary was produced by and the, the, uh, the final edit approval was by Jerry Media. So that, that social marketing uh, group that came up with the orange tile and did all the social marketing for Firefest. Yeah. They actually were the ones who had the final edit, the final say in the edit of the Netflix documentary and they produced it and they put money towards it, which is why the Hulu one, which I think knowing that seems more factual, um, painted them as, uh, they, uh, they're more culpable than the Netflix one showed them. The Netflix one, it's all Billy McFarlane and Ja Rule. Yeah. And the Hulu one. They just one, removed themselves they re from it. They removed basically. themselves from it. They basically said, like, yeah, yeah. we were, we, uh, Jerry Media was asked to do it. And, uh, and we said, uh, yeah, we'd do it. And then we saw it going south. So we kind of like uh, distanced ourselves. In the Hulu one, they were in it the whole time. And they were they were doing some things that, you know, they were almost it was like Billy McFarlane, Ja Rule and Jerry Media should be responsible for what happened. So I think that that's very interesting. That that's that's the big differences for me. Hmm. And just knowing yeah. that one of the players in one of the entities involved in Firefest had editing say in a documentary automatically makes me think they're guilty. Is that, you know what I mean? <laughs> the, or that they played a much bigger or, role. Or that they played a much you bigger know. role. Yeah. And they're playing it down. Oh, I, I, I'm 
totally convinced that that's what they did. I could be wrong, but that would make sense they if they funded it, right, and made it. Carl, um, Carl, there's a scene in the Netflix documentary, and it's it's like this. Uh, it's an elderly, not elderly. Why am I saying elderly? He's what do you say? He's sixty five years old, and he's asked to go get the water released from customs, <laughs> and they don't have any money to pay the customs officials. Oh my goodness. And he he goes above and beyond the call of duty. Let's just say that. <laughs> well, he was willing to. He was willing. Right? He was willing. Right. He was willing to go above and beyond the call of duty to get the water really. I actually felt really bad because after he's just like, because the whole narrative there is that he was like, that's when he realized how sucked in he was and how lo- like how he was like had lost himself. You know, and had to like. That's when he'd realized the mistakes he had made to be a part of it. And so to yeah. me, I'm just like, wow, holy crap! <laughs> the things we do for money. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we all want a friend like that. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Willing to go there. So I'm. I'm gonna. I'm. I in no way am thinking this, but I. I guess in some way I miss. Jason too, um, and I feel like in spirit Jason's thinking. So Carl, now that you've heard everyone's thoughts and feelings on this, <laughs> are you t- are you gonna check this out? <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh, yeah, because I I enjoyed watching the overnight dude. Just you know, all his bragging and boasting, and he just was eating crap by the end of that. Yeah, this is this is double because it's not just it's not just one guy. It's an entire. I mean, they keep saying millennials. I'm assuming that's just all they were, but um, it's like a whole type of generation going down yeah. with him, which yeah. is even more fun. <laughs> awesome, a rich generation. Yeah. Um. So my next one. This will be my last one. Uh. Which is was part of my homework. Was abducted in plain sight. <laughs> and you, you guys, Andy and Ryan, were 100% correct. You did not overhype it. Uh, I was on the edge of my seat, like squinting, you know, my brow furrowed, just going, what is wrong with you people? Like, I am so confused <laughs> about what is happening. How, you know, I'm just like, is everyone gone crazy? Now, Carl, have you seen this before? I I've seen a good chunk of it because my wife watched it. Okay, now did you not get sucked in, or were you kind of like, kind of lost in the middle of it? No, or? I was. I mean, it was interesting, but I wasn't as uh, you know, it didn't hold me as as much as I think it did you guys. But well, now this is interesting. So I believe what was said last time, Carl, is all of us had daughters, and I know you have daughters. Did you not ever? project you're like what's wrong with these parents i would never put my daughters in this oh, situation yeah. well and that's why <laughs> if, if you want to talk about an even better thing to have your daughters watch or listen to to prepare them it's the cold podcast oh what i that i 100 i 100 agree with that yeah. yes my wife and i were talking about that just this weekend 
Have you checked that what's out? The col- no. It's no. It's the su- it's the story of Susan Powell. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, if you go to the cold podcast coldpodcast.com, there's 14 episodes so far and it will blow your mind. Now, I know that story very well, and I've heard this story on other podcasts. Is this coming from at a different angle? Why do daughters need to hear it? Is this to do with the wife's no, first it, dating? It has to do with, because this kid, not kid, I mean, he's a younger guy. He spent the last three years, he got a hold of files and recordings that no one else had. And you get to hear Josh from really the beginning of his dating life all the way until he marries Susan and then just what a psycho sociopath he became and what, how freaky and evil his father was. Yeah. So is this signs like, cause you know, again, my daughter's 14. So yeah. to me, it's right on that verge of age. I'm still very much thinking age appropriate. Like, you know, yeah, there's nothing, I want her there's to nothing graphic or anything in it. There's, but it just shows them how this guy manipulated the women he was dating, like and so I controlling, see. especially financially. And it would help them see the signs, like if if they were in a relationship where the guy said, "I'm taking all the money and I'll just give you what you need," need to feed the kids, you know, and you know that kind okay. of behavior. Okay. And that's just a small sample. It's much worse, but. It's a really sad story. Anyway, I, just, I, di- I digress. So, <laughs> and it's called cold. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I mean, that that happened all out by you guys, didn't it? I mean, some mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All of it. All of it. Yep. Well, except the very end. Yeah, the very end was in uh, Washington. Washington. Yeah. It's amazing. So, um, so and I was very, uh, I was really looking for. I know you guys said it didn't have to do with. Um, the like the mormon religion but it was dealing with a lot of mormons but i was curious when i was watching it were you guys kind of thinking the same thing that the the reason why a highly conservative highly potent i guess like small town religion played a factor is because if it's kind of like letting the wolf in um into the community and if you kind of give people a pass if they say hey i'm one of you i do the same things you do but there's no vetting you know we just kind of give a lot of trust in that sort of setting is that kind of what you guys were thinking the connection was yeah with that story okay yeah yeah because i did find that interesting i in fact i believe there's it's even uh i think richard dutcher did a movie um about that entire that's the theme of the entire show um where it's like a small town in utah and you know there's just certain things that like when you kind of everyone's a family you know by default in the in the same faith and it can be any faith it's not just a mormon thing you know sometimes things can uh you know if someone's being vindictive or knows how to use that they can use that to their advantage very easily. Well, and we're seeing. I mean, we're, we're seeing it in, in in religion throughout the world, right? The um, all of the child molestation scandals and in what almost every major religion now that's coming forward that it's all it's all a product of 
people being overly trusting with with people who purport to believe purport to believe the same things that they do and the sense of community and the sense of not wanting to um uh, n not wanting to have your uh, community and culture under a microscope um, and letting stuff slide that shouldn't be. Right. Yeah. Oh, that movie's called Brigham City, in case anybody wants to check that out. It's actually, I think that. that's yeah. the director's best movie. It, it was good. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, Andy. I didn't mean to interrupt. That's it. So that's that's me. That's all I was uh, I was doing. I did say polar, but there's no really way to, in fact, discuss it without everything's a spoiler. Basically, <laughs> it's awesome though. Did you enjoy spoiler? Did you did you enjoy polar? Did you, did you like spoiler? Did you like spoiler? So this is why it was hard for me to talk about. The moment I knew I loved the movie and I was so happy to be watching it is such a huge spoiler, but it it does involve a scene where he is like s sleeping in his chair and he, you know, he's just falling asleep yep. in his cabin and he kind of like has nightmares and wakes up kind of in a shock and something happens that I was like, <laughs> and in his reaction and his dialogue, I was like, yep. Yeah. yeah, I'm in. I love this. It's the funniest thing ever. He shoots a dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. I, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like shooting a dog. <laughs> Carl, did you see Polar? I did. Yep. <laughs> and what did you think? I loved it. It's, I mean, it'll it's, be it'll be in my top ten list. At the it's NBA. it's over the top, but it's fun over the top. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's over the top for all the right reasons and in all the right ways. Yeah. It's yeah. like Sin City meets Old Boy something, and I can't think of what Old Boy. <laughs> it it is kind of Old Boy ish. It's yeah. also uh, kind of uh, the professional. We talked about that, though, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Polar's great. It is not for kids. Mm. <laughs> or for the squeamish or for the incredibly sensitive. Or even moderately sensitive. You know what? If so, you have any sensitivity, don't see it. But If you your know. wife really loves Nicholas Sparks movies, she won't like Polar. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ryan, uh -huh. last time... No one asked you, and you were like, hey, is anyone going to ask me? And I feel so bad. Uh, what have you been watching? Oh, uh, I was already asked, though, so I, I thank you. You already uh, did it. The, the umbrella. Son guy. of a bee. I'm what did you say? I'm the only one who hasn't gone yet, dude. Andy. I'll just keep this up every week. I'll just <laughs> hurt somebody's feelings. Andy, go. Uh, you know, the only one I really have to talk about, have any of you finished... Uh, Series of unfortunate events on Netflix. I haven't even started it. <laughs> um, it's uh, I mean it's you know, it's it's a kids show. It's based on uh, books uh, by the same name or Lemony Snicket or something like that. Uh, fantastic cast, really well done. Um, super witty dialogue. In the darkest show you will ever watch with your kids. <laughs> like season one, um, you know, this starts out these these three kids are are orphaned uh, immediately when their their house burns down and their parents die. Uh, and then it's all about this uh, this 
uncle of theirs or sort of uncle that that is uh, trying to get to their fortune. And it kind of gets progressively darker and darker and darker. And, and it's, it's these kids going through the series who are just surrounded by the most inept, useless, brain-dead adults. Uh, and anyone who actually tries to help and you actually kind of think might be good ends up getting killed. And you're the first time you're watching it, you you kind of think, oh, they're going to come back. You know, we're we're going to find out this person. No, 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 no. Uh, the the they're all dead, and nothing ends up happy. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 if you just it, what, what I think would have been, we just finished it last night, and I, <clears throat> it it actually drags on, um, in sort of the horrific peril that these kids are in for what ends up being like 30 hours of, of television. Um, and, and the, the song that they play at the beginning is, goes something like look away, look away. Uh, you know, this is a, this is a terrible show. Anybody with sense <laughs> wouldn't be watching this. And, you sort of think it's tongue in cheek. And then by the end of, by the end of season three, you realize, Oh no, no, no. no. And they, they told us the whole time that we shouldn't be watching this. <laughs> um, and, and it Did ends you? and it, it has, it has, there is, there is very little satisfaction to the ending. <laughs> Perfect. And you're done. <laughs> but, um, Neil well, kind of Harris, like a, Kind of like that fantastic uh, Irish movie Carl had us watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bad day for yeah. the cut. Bad day Bad for day the cut. cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it ends. There's yeah. very little. Imagine, imagine, imagine. Bad day for the cut, but they've marketed it to kids. <laughs> oh, fantastic! <laughs> um, Neil Patrick Harris is 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 really the star. He's the villain, um, and he is he is. Uh, he's so great in it. He he is over the top and scary and funny and stupid and uh, you know flamboyant and he's he's a he's a wonderful villain. Um, the acting in it's superb and the dialogue is very um, very funny for adults. It's it's incredibly witty. The repartee between. Uh, various characters uh, in their dialogue is just is just very intelligent and and lots of fun to listen to. It is a little bit tedious though. So that's what I've been watching. A uh, series of unfortunate events. If uh, if you want to put your kids on Zoloft, I would say <laughs> yeah, watch it. Count Zoloft. Yep. No. <laughs> Did you see the feature film that came out like years ago yeah, before this? I did. Andy or yes. anybody? Yes. With, uh, was it Carrie? The yeah, yeah, Carrie. yeah. I think, I think I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the comparison? Totally different things. One's better. I mean, this is far and away better than that. Um. I think you appreciated the tone in the Jim Carrey film. 
I think the tone and the, this is gonna sound really stupid. The tone in the Jim Carrey film more resembled the story in the Netflix. Like it's it's it the tone in uh, Jim Carrey's version was much darker. The uh, the tone in the Netflix is not very dark, but the actual story is. So huh. yeah, it was, it's kind of it's kind of interesting that way. But cool. Yeah. Is that was that the only thing that you've been watching? <clears throat> Yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Good. really. What really, else? Yeah, really. That's it. That's it. I have to talk oh. about. I'll um, I'll cover some um, stand-up specials next time, though. Uh, I did have one thing I wanted to bring up because it has been haunting my mind. So I, I finished the conversations with a killer, the Ted Bundy tapes, which mm-hmm. I think is so well done, and I loved it. Um, again, it's like I've heard the story before kind of in pieces or you know on on different shows but i thought this was like you know you're you could just watch this and and get everything you need but there was there was this uh moment in this documentary i don't even know what episode it was where i believe it's the first time bundy's up in front of uh, a judge in florida and being accused of two kill two uh murders there and after and he's found guilty of it and then this judge gives this whole speech to him about like, I really respect you. I like you, man. I, I just like feel for you. Um, I would have loved to like, if you would have been a lawyer, I would have loved to be a judge in some of your cases, but, and then he just ends, but you know, you decided to go a different way. And I was like, what is happening? Is, is this normal? Is this even close? Well, you know, even, like, if, even the people who, I just read a story where the guy, one of the guys who interviews him says that he w- even he was taken in by his charm and found himself smiling and laughing with him when he absolutely shouldn't have been. I mean, yeah, right. So this guy, I mean, you hear that. I've heard this many times, you know, oh, he was so charming and likable. But, you know, I usually feel like Oh, you know, maybe someone was just overly trusting or gullible or, you know, they weren't really looking for any, any hidden things. But I mean, this is a judge. I'm, I, I, I might be acting in such ignorance, but I'm assuming he's been trained not only to see past those things, yeah. but it's a murder case. He was just found guilty. This was after all of that. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, man, Bundy must have been like some sort of master, like, to get a judge to say that to him after he was just found guilty for two murders. It was like the Jesus of serial killers. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, I just can't get it out of my head. I it's for some reason that that part of that documentary haunts me more than anything else I saw. I don't know why. It just seems like I just can't I just it almost seems like he was so much more like of a monster in the sense, not because he's just like, you know, uh got a swastika on his forehead and just scary looking i'm talking like the the one that you just never know the the, yeah. the scariest devil is the one you don't even know is a devil i don't know that yeah. kind of thing mm. he was charles he's, manson without the crazy right yeah he's uh he dumped all his points into charisma that's basically what it was yep. he's fat 
I've been fascinated with for some reason it's the it's morbid but serial killers forever and he's he's always been like his story is so to do what he did like in broad daylight and to escape from prison it's just he's just such a weird it's such a weird story right anyway so we're checking out i'm really looking forward to the zach efron movie yeah i tried to get up and see it but i it was sold out the entire week but what's funny is kirsten heard it's a bit of a snooze fest yeah i don't know how true if you know if that's you know trailer doesn't look that way but (laughs) what's that (laughs) uh the bill cosby movie is actually a snooze fest Oh. <laughs> oh, did anybody see any features? <laughs> yes. No. Yes. I, I told. Oh, you did? Yes. What? I saw uh, Velvet Buzzsaw. Anybody see any good features? <laughs> <laughs> did you see Velvet Buzzsaw? No. Yeah, I, I saw Velvet oh. Buzzsaw. Oh, I'm, 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 it's not, I mean, it's not a great movie. It's not going to be my top ten. But Did we talk about Velvet Buzzsaw last week or last show? I can't remember. I think so. I think so. Did we? Something. I that's when I first heard of they came up, but I don't know what we talked about. Oh, I don't know if I remember talking about it. Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, I would I, just, ra- I would rather <laughs> I would rather get a colonoscopy. Then what? Then watch Velvet Buzzsaw again. Oh, again. I thought Jake yeah, I, Gyllenhaal was so captivating as the bisexual movie critic. Art critic. I'm sorry, art critic. There you go. That's right. We're movie critics. Sort of. Not really. I so, hated it. <laughs> you did, huh? Yeah. Why I did was, you hate it? Um... I thought the trailer was so awesome. I actually watched the trailer and said, like, this, there's no, this is going to be, this is the Mandy of 2019. I'm going to end up at the final show of the year going to say, and my favorite movie of the year was Velvet Buzzsaw. Jay's going to make fun of me. And I, I watched, it's like, it's almost two hours long. Yeah. I think I watched an hour and 25 minutes and I, I looked at my wife and said, "Like, is this as bad? Is this is this is bad, right? Like, I'm not making it. Like, this is the worst thing you've ever seen." And she's like, "I was. I've been hoping you'd turn this off now for since you started it." <laughs> and I don't know why I watched it for as long as I did. I thought it was awful. <laughs> um, I really just watched it for Jake Gyllenhaal because I, I thought he was fantastic. But it's um, it's not a great movie. Uh, the um, the slasher aspects of it are few and far between. Um, I, I would say that the rules of its universe don't don't make internal sense. Did you did you find that to be true, Ryan? Uh, yes. Like you don't you don't really know what's going on at the end. Well, I don't know. I didn't finish it. 
Um, and you knew I, what was I, I can't. I can't speak to the end of the movie I'm getting at. I didn't finish it. Did you get to the did you get to the part where Tony Collette puts her arm in the sphere? Yes. <laughs> you saw it coming, but it was still kind of fun. Well, yeah. It <laughs> might have been the only good part of the movie. <laughs> so this one this also premiered at Sundance and what was funny is that Mr. Legary who wanted to see it really bad went way out of his way. It was a huge, like, uh, hot one to hit, so it was uh, hard to get in. It was always, like, you know, sold out or you had to be, be in a big wait line. And he fight, he got in, you know, and it was a big deal. And I think he, like, even – it was, like, a midnight show. So he's, like, Park City in the middle of the night, so excited for this movie. And the second he got out of it, it said, it's now released on Netflix. Like, after the, it <laughs> premiered. It went on to Netflix within, well, it was like 30 minutes or something. And he's just like, ah, son, like I, why go through all this effort? Because that's not normal. That's that's kind of a new thing for Sundance to do or allow someone to do something like that. Um, that's, and so he that's was dirty. really bummed. That is yeah. dirty. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's it's not it's not great. It's kind of fun though. I, I liked it. I I I, I liked. I liked aspects enough of it that I don't regret having seen it. Cause I I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I think he's I think he's funny, and he's he is for his part he is he is fantastic in this. Like he pulls off this character very well. I thought. You disagree, right? Yeah, I want all my time back. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Nightcrawler, the director uh, of the same one, this movie before? I, I have not. Oh, oh you haven't seen Nightcrawler? I haven't. Oh, put that on your queue. Okay. That's that's it. the movie. That's the movie you wanted. That 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 is the movie that you actually want. Um, Velvet Buzz saw to be. Yeah, it's really good. I would be surprised if you didn't like it. It's. I mean, I bought it. It's, it's a really good movie. Yeah, you'll like it. I will watch it. it, it you, you'll watch it and you'll go, oh, yeah, that, Andy's right. That is, this is what I wanted Velvet Buzzsaw to be. That's my feature review. <laughs> nice. Where does that leave us then, Carl? Oh, I've got seven feature reviews. <sighs> Fantastic. All right, get to it. <laughs> but I... I need to. F Did you guys review Glass? No, uh, no, we haven't. Okay. Um, I don't think we did. I remember talking to Jay about Glass, though. Yeah, he he didn't like it, and I did. So I that's but that's all I remembered. That's a fantastic review. <laughs> all right, so you guys want well, me to just go I, through the list? I'm glad we kept you on the show. Yeah, uh, yeah, go for it, Carl. Okay. So, all right. First, I saw Destroyer. Anybody see that one? Nicole Kidman? No. no. So she plays a uh, a detective who is trying to... Um, the, the word is that a, uh, a big-time gang member is going to come back into the, into, onto the streets, and she's trying to stop it. And she actually has to go back through when she worked undercover 
she has to go back and find old gang members that she worked with when she was undercover to try to get to this guy. And it, it brings up a past event that, you know, really just damaged her career and her, uh, for, for life almost. And it's, uh, it's a slow burn. It's, um, it's depressing as hell. Um, I can't ever picture watching it, it again, but, uh, <laughs> They made her, she looks like they, they age her, you know, because it does flashbacks to when she's young and how she would look now. And then they make her look older and uh, you almost don't recognize her. But uh, yeah, it's, I'd give it a six, say, you know, wait for Netflix. Um, next, I saw Serenity. Anybody see that one with Matthew McConaughey and... Uh, I heard it. I saw it got terrible reviews. Yeah, it's, I can't really tell you much about it other than um, they live on this island and Matthew McConaughey's a fisherman and he's trying to catch this elusive tuna and he. Like he, old man in the sea. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> and then his ex-wife comes to the island and she wants him to kill her current husband, who's just a complete piece of crap. Sure. And uh, and really, that's all I can tell you without. But it, it's really like an episode of The Twilight Zone. Um, it's I, I don't know else, how else to describe it, but it actually wasn't bad. It was uh, it was intriguing. Um, that's that's an interesting thing to say. I mean, the Twilight Zone is awesome. It's kind of, do you mean like it seems like it would be just kind of like a short story or better like like that? Or do you mean maybe like a twist? It, it's a twist. You, yeah, it's a twist that, that would you you would picture from the Twilight Zone. Okay. So, but yeah, I'd give that wow. one, I'd give it a 6.5. Um, wait for Netflix. And then I saw Glass which I actually thought was, even though uh, Jay hated it because it was just a lot of talking, I thought it was <laughs> like a clever uh, thinking man's superhero movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I'd give that one, I'd give that one a seven. Uh, then I saw Stan and Ollie, which is a biopic about... Uh, Laurel and Wait, Hardy. I thought, it, I thought it looked really good. Uh, Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy. I thought Hardy. it looked really Hardy. good. What? In the trailers, is it? You know, I, I was excited for it, and I I was disappointed because it only covers the later years of their life when they were, you know, almost broke, and they were having to do a lot of uh, sponsor type of stuff to, to, to earn money, and, uh, and they kind of were bickering you know and i just thought that this is a comedy team who was almost as big as charlie chaplin and uh i i thought they deserved a better a better send-up of of how huge their career and and influence was but uh so I, i'd give that when one that a trailer six as first well. came out i i thought for sure there'd be some Oscar buzz behind it and it must not have just, it just must've petered out. Huh? Yeah. Like that's, you know, I, I thought you'd see John C. Riley or Steve Coogan getting some sort of a nod maybe. Mm -hmm. 
did it mean yeah, this is a 2019 just... release? No, I think technically it was last year. I thought it, I thought it was a 2018 release, but I could be wrong. I think it was limited in 2018, but mm. did anybody see says, Cold Pursuit? It says 2019. No, I did not. So that's a, a Liam Neeson. Uh, he he he's getting into this. Uh, you know. I'm going to kill everybody in my wake movies, you know, obviously lately with the taken series and a couple of others. Uh, this one is actually based off of a foreign film that was made first, which I think was based off a book. Uh, and his son, he, he lives in Colorado and he plows this piece of road between Denver and uh, this small ski town. And his son is murdered by drug dealers by accident, not by accident, but they, he, they kill the wrong guy. And Liam Neeson decides he's going to take all of them out. And, uh, hilarity ensues. Is my, uh, is my Forsyth movie? Is what? Is, is my guy, William Forsyth in this movie? Yes. My man. Yeah. He, uh, plays his brother. So I'd give it a seven. It was, it was enjoyable and actually makes some, uh, some turns that you don't expect. Does he kill anybody with a snowplow? What's that? Does he kill anyone with the snowplow? Yes. Okay. I was going to say <laughs> that's worth, that's worth two stars alone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So was it for this movie? And please forgive me, I I only happen to have come across this. I almost never uh, know what's going on. Someone has to explain it to me. Uh, but apparently he was doing some press junkets or something and then told this story that when he was like 17, someone that lived, you know, like near him in Ireland or a friend was like raped. And he was told like by some black guy. And then he freaked out and then went out like in a drunken anger and was like, I'm going to kill whoever this is. I'm going to kill anyone I come across that, that fits this description. Yeah, he, he was like, and then I, I guess kill now a black dude. Yeah, I'm going to kill. And so uh, there's like a big lashback, right? Like, I guess everyone freaked out. He was like, I had to explain it multiple times. Yeah, and they canceled this the correct? premiere. So it was for this movie. Yep. Yeah. That's. Oh, it's yeah, crazy because I, I just saw him like explain it. He was like in tears and he was just like, I, you know, like I was like when I, I just didn't know, like I was so mad and I was just like drunk and I was, you know, yeah, it was weird. I don't know. Um, uh, I got three more. Um, the kid who would be king, which is the King Arthur story, but it's with kids. And I was expecting nothing going into this. And it actually turned out to be pretty fun and pretty funny. Um, the kid who plays uh, Merlin pretty much steals the show. He's hilarious. Um, Not Patrick Stewart. He plays the older Merlin. He doesn't steal the show. Oh, this is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe for the old folks, he steals the show. Uh, yeah, but I'd give that. I'd give it a seven point five. That was that was a. I, I was telling you guys. I think. 
telling everyone else, you know, take your kids to see it. They'll love it. And kind of I a saw, movie that came out of nowhere, didn't it? I mean, like it was, I, I heard no buzz about it. There was no, all of a sudden it was just, oh, a movie that was coming out about King Arthur. Yeah. Yeah, I only knew it because, I mean, the trailer I saw a couple times. Anybody see Alita, Battle Angel? I'm seeing that uh, this Sunday. Okay. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it it is a major leap forward in CGI because the main character, Alita, is a CGI character, but she is played by an actress, Rosa Salazar, and then the CGI is over like the way they did uh, Avatar. Um, but the, her face, I mean, the detail is so lifelike. I, I was impressed. How's the, uh, uh, how do they, like, I know Jay's given it a hard time because of her eyes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's just failing to realize that it's, it's a live action anime. And, <laughs> but I mean, is it, is it distracting? Is it? Um... I didn't think so. Okay, I was. Th- I didn't think it would be either. Yeah, the story is compelling. It's good acting. It's great action, and the CGI is. Uh, it's it's really something to behold. I I was I was impressed. Um, yeah, I'd give it an eight, and uh, the kids would enjoy it. Um, what age kids? Is it too violent, or is it? cartoon karmic book violent yeah it's it's there's no gore or anything it's just uh you know a lot of fighting uh some some dismemberment of robots i don't know if that would be (laughs) you know it depends what's dismembered yeah it depends if they have feelings i would say any kid over 13 could handle it nice oh Okay, and then last but not least, today I went and saw Isn't It Romantic with Rebel Wilson. And? Is it romantic? <laughs> it's funny. Uh, you know, it's kind of, there's a few laugh out loud moments and then, there, you know, several chuckles along the way, but it was kind of a a fun original dig at rom-coms and, and their silliness sometimes. And then uh, the supporting cast was really funny and good and... Um, it was better than I expected it was going to be. So, does this star all the kids that were in uh, Pitch Perfect? Uh, no, it has one kid, the one Wilson and Adam kid. Devine. Yeah, and uh, then it has Liam Hemsworth and Rebel Wilson. So, yeah, I'd give it a seven. It was you know wait for wait for video, but it was it was uh, wasn't awful. When Liam goes home for Thanksgiving dinner, do you think Chris beats him up? I'm no, saying I Liam's taller. I think they're both put in place by that third Hemsworth brother who's on Westworld. <laughs> Which one's that, Chris? I'm Which sure he. One? I'm sure he has a name. <laughs> It's uh, I think it's David Blake. Oh, it's um, it's even uh, Daniel. I could, I, I could look it up. 
Luke. Uh, I'm trying to. It's Luke. Uh, it's Luke Hemsworth. Luke? Yes. He's the. I right, think well, he's, I yeah, think he's you're the right. older one. Luke's not pretty, but he looks like he can take a punch. Yeah, and he's and he's the oldest. Uh, he looks like he's probably taken a punch or two. Now that I look at it. So yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, and he's I got that. Say, he's got that big brother karma. Him, he probably tells him to shut up. Yeah. And then the other it's guy. Funny that like, IMDb doesn't list his age. And then Chris says, well, "I'm Thor." So. Luke is 37, Chris is 35, and Liam is 29. Yeah. I'm Thor, and then they one says, and I'm married to Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all I got. I can only assume that's their dynamic. <laughs> well, that's all I got. Well, thanks for contributing, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> William, do you have any features? No, um, no, I, I, uh, uh, you know, we cover, we cover movies on this podcast, right? If you're going to come over and, and, and take over the helm and hold the reins and all that, you gotta have your, you, you gotta have your stuff together, dude. Right. That's good advice. I, I appreciate <laughs> the encouragement. Uh, noted. Um, I don't know that it was encouragement no. as much as it was criticism. Well, I mean, you know, depending on your point of view or your perspective and criticism can be a type of encouragement or you could just curl into a ball and call it quits. But, you know, it's, a, it's your call. <laughs> I, know, I think it's your call. I mean, I, I've, I, for example, I've got my, I got a segment of my entertainment news. Remember last time we talked about the fifth Indiana Jones and could it possibly be worse? You guys said yes, which <laughs> blew my mind. And we we're all trying to think of better choices than the Crystal Skull. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure about 30 years ago, uh-huh. February 7th, February 17th is when it came out. 1989 and they start filming the third one basically within a few months right and it's officially called as of now bill and ted's bill and ted face the music and i think that's not a very good name (laughs) (laughs) and i want to know a better name bill the third bill and ted's right what should it be called? The third one. Excellent. William and Theodore. Ooh. Oh yeah, I do like that, Carl. Ooh, without what's the colon? No colon. No colon. Just they're older. <laughs> <laughs> they're well. That's funny. They're older. I was thinking end of the road, maybe. I kind of like travel. Bill and Ted as William and Theodore. <laughs> <laughs> um. Honestly, though, I know, you know, some people get excited about everything. I don't know if you guys know anybody like that. It's kind of like endearing in some ways, but then it's also exhausting. Uh, I'm not entirely sure this. Why are they doing this? I mean, it's going to be weird, right? Yes. What are the odds that this is going to be good? It's 
It's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. That's exactly what it's going to be good. So I don't, I don't, I just, you know, it's like Beetlejuice. They've been fighting for a sequel to Beetlejuice forever. It's just like, why? It's going to be weird. (laughs) I mean, maybe it could be okay, but I just, I don't know. seems unnecessary. Maybe we should just call this the unnecessary segment. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well, uh, uh, Bill and Ted for this. Unnecessary oh, no. reboots by William Rowan Jr. <laughs> There's a. You guys should all probably make sure you check your email, you know, three times a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a. Uh, there's a good chance that uh, you'll be cast in the new Dune movie. Oh. <laughs> so, since I, uh, I apparently they're they're casting everyone in Hollywood right now. Oh, it's going to suck as much as the first one did. Josh Brolin, Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Jason Momoa, Zendaya, Oscar Isaac, Dave Bautista, Javier Bardem, Stellan Skarsgård. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Every day day it's like, oh, we're going to... uh, Mel Gibson is signed on to be in Dune. <laughs> was was this the one that the Rock was in last the time? Dune. I don't think the Rock is in this one. I don't. He's um, the only one not casted. Is the Rock? He's probably holding out for more money. So <laughs> Carl didn't like the first one. I only know that because he just said, "What you guys? Did you guys?" What are your feelings about the first one? I have not seen it. Serious? Uh, wow. I like it only because it's the only reference point I have for Dune because I've tried reading that book like six times. <laughs> it's right. it's like reading um, Genesis. <laughs> Dune or Doom? Dune, like a sand dune. Doom. Oh, I was talking about Doom. No, it's uh, no. it's, it's like the reading Rock in Dune. The Rock is in Doom, yes, with Carl <laughs> Urban. Okay. Unrelated. Right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Well, maybe they share a universe. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know they need to do that sometime. They need to take a movie. Take the cast out of that movie and put the exact same cast, switch up the roles, uh, and, and 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 do another movie. Right. Just a super I mean, movie. Not not like a Christopher Guest thing where it's, you know, just take Batman and make him the Joker in the next movie. But don't say anything. Just let don't it play say anything. out. Don't explain it. <laughs> it's just what it is. Just mess, so, just mess with the geeks. I I feel the same way as Ryan. It's the only thing I knew. But I do remember, like, when I was watching it for the first few times, like, I just I had never seen anything like it. Especially it starts, like, a 20-minute backstory. Like, let's go through some history that's all fictional, made-up nonsense. But you're going to like it. It'll pay off. Just stay with us while we show like some stills and artwork of fantasy things. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> like, what? what's happening? 
it's and then weird. we're gonna we're and then we're gonna play some weird like the score is gonna be like this like druggy I don't know like uh, guitar electric guitar like just going and it's like they're writing space worms and I'm just like I you know what I who needs to do drugs you don't need to do drugs you can just watch this and then and then you go is is that sting <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the funniest thing about Dune for me, so I have this friend who does not watch uh, movies, TV, or anything. He just didn't ever like it, right? And I, almost all my friends, where there was like the thing that bond us together. In fact, maybe that's why I was never totally that close with him, because we were always going to default to going to a dollar movie um at the end of the night we're gonna do we had bigger plans when we started the evening you know we're gonna climb a mountain or you know go i don't know spy on somebody or toilet paper but you know takes effort and motivation so we just end up going to a movie but he of course would never go he didn't like anything anytime he was at my house all he would do and i don't know if this is still a thing so when you had cable one of the channels was just a scrolling self-scrolling of, of, of a menu of like a guide of what's on TV currently, right? And it would just scroll by itself. You didn't do anything. You just hit the whole channel. Do you guys ever have this? Oh, yeah. You guys remember this? For sure. Right. Okay. And he would watch it the whole time. If the TV, he would just put it to that channel and he would just watch the what was on, but he never chose anything ever except one time. One time he goes, oh, Dune, that's my favorite movie. And he turned it on. This guy has the most worst attention span. He didn't move. His eyes never even shifted off the movie. So that's the one movie he watches in his entire life, as far as I know. And I was Dune. like, I think, yeah, and I was like, I kind of think that's the start of like how you go crazy or maybe like, how did you end up here? And it was, it was all <laughs> starting with Dune. <laughs> that's amazing. You know, I don't I just, I just felt like it's the movie that most people hate, but I have this friend, it's the only movie he'll watch. I don't know. <laughs> really weird. <laughs> hey, we're uh, 20 minutes past our 90-minute deadline. Shut up, Carl. Carl. <laughs> Carl, there's, Carl, there's no more rules, buddy. In fact, this is the way it works now. I think really you drop off. To go to work? What's your deal? Let, we don't have wrap-up. You know all that stuff Jay does? It's not here anymore. You just you could just leave. <laughs> we wouldn't know. Good to know. <laughs> you got any plugs? Yeah. You got any plugs, Carl? Uh, no, I got nothing. Look at that. Anybody else have plugs? Well, just our podcast. Andy, Andy doesn't have plugs. I wish you would just make up a plug, Andy. Do you have plugs? Do you not like what's something you like? Uh, just in life. I like I, I like La Sportiva. Uh, boots. Perfect. Oh. Nice. That's that's wonderful. <laughs> La sportiva. The concept of this ski boot was to make something fresh, new, intuitive, and most of all, easier to fit than previous ski boots. Sounds good. So we came to Swing Lock technology, a really easy ski and walk technology at first sight, looks complicated to me, 
Uh, but with a very significant and long process of research and development, waiting for it, waiting for it, come on, waiting for it, both for material selection that was very accurated, is that a word? Oh, the swing lock system is clean and simple because all, nope, missed it. Designing means to put all the pieces together. It's defining what the word designing means when you make a boot. We all know you had to design it. That at the end have, has to work perfectly combined, right? So we're combining all of these elements to make. This is the main challenge for sure. Holding in your ends, the final product is definitely the best part. Holding in your ends, there must be a translation problem here. These projects these projects are made by technical skills, passion, and ideas. I'm just reading it as I see it. And finally, you get a product that can make other people happy. That's all anyone will. Oh, enjoying their passion and what they like the most. Hashtag for your mountain. La Sportiva. I didn't see that coming. I love it. Yeah. You said Send us a picture. Like and that's what came to mind. I think this is awesome. Send me a picture. So we'll put it up. We'll put it up on the website. Of, of the La Sportiva boots that I want. Yeah. Sure. I think that's a great segment. All right. Uh, mine is just check out Movie Moments Podcast. It's my podcast. Might as well just check it out. Just check it How out. How about you, Ryan? Uh, the, the Geekcast Live podcast at gcl.ninja and on iTunes. And, uh, the, yeah, gcl.ninja. Every Saturday. Nice. We're like Saturday morning cartoons, but vulgar. Filthy. <laughs> Less racist. That's us. Filthy. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely less racist. Well, Carl, it was nice having you on. I hope you don't regret it. Nice to be here. Next time, what, you pussies, at least bring one feature film, all right? Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I brought a feature film. Not a Netflix like feature a... film. Why is it, now, now, why isn't Netflix a feature film? I'm not saying it isn't, but I'm saying, you know, go to a movie. Dude. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Today's the, uh, the 18th. So it'll be, uh, yeah, I'll have by then, for sure. Just for you, I'm going to go. I'll go to, uh, I'll, I'll, go, I'll get to uh, um, the Lego movie, the new Lego movie. You guys all have young kids, so you should take your kids to see How to Train Your Dragon 3. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> I have too many. It's expensive. Too many. <laughs> Go on Tuesdays. It's five bucks. <laughs> Just go I'm gonna, Tuesday. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see fighting with my family. I'm gonna fight with my family. Because I don't get enough of that. No. <laughs> we we just love each other so much. I need a refresher. You see what it's like on the other side. How the other, how the other half lives. <laughs> right. All right. All right. That's it. Thanks, We're good. Fellas. Hey. See you guys. Yep. See ya. We would like to say thank you to the Dave Eden Element for the use of their music for the podcast theme song. 
you want to support Movie Podcast Weekly, you can subscribe in iTunes and leave a review. You can also find us on Twitter at MoviecastWeekly or contact us at MoviePodcastWeekly at gmail.com and or go to our website, MoviePodcastWeekly.com where you can leave a comment in the show notes if you so desire. Thank you to everyone who donates to Movie Podcast Weekly and all the Patreons on behalf of Ryan, Andy, Carl, and myself, William Rowan Jr., Thanks again for listening and join us next time on Movie Podcast Weekly. Movie Podcast Weekly.